we're here to talk to Adam Biggs. Uh, he's the bass player and the vocalist in Metal Blade Records band Rivers of Nile. Uh, they've got a killer new record called The Workout. First off, how's it going, Adam? It's great, to, great for you to join us. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going good, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, you know what? Uh, I had a great opportunity this past week to check out your album. And, you know, with all the great music coming out in 2021, it kind of gets uh, hard to keep up with all the the records coming out and, and keep keeping track with all the bands that you like and whatever. Uh, I would say that this one kind of stands out for me. It's a bit of a musical journey. We spoke prior uh, to uh, beginning the show about the intro song, The Tower. Very mellow. Uh, you, you play this six string bass predominantly. Um that bass really punched through. And what I really liked about the song, that I thought it was very different. Um, usually the bass is very far back in the mix. And and and, and that song, uh, for me, maybe it just is just my stereo and my headphones, uh, but I felt like the bass was front and center in that in that intro song going into the, the following track. This is a, a long time coming for you guys uh, with COVID and and the work. And uh, let's talk about the whole concept behind the name and everything that went into making this awesome record. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it was it was a crazy record to to write. Um, I think uh, it was, you know, it, I, I can't remember going through this much, you know, kind of personal change and, and, and growth and turmoil and ups and downs, you know, between any, any other record cycle. I I guess I could say, you know, like I experienced the most uh, life (laughs) between where owls know my name, our our previous record and, and, and this one. Um, So a lot of that energy, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of good and bad uh, times in life and, and, you know, things that, you know, we all experience collectively as being a rough part of our lives, you know, with, with, with lockdowns and, you know, sort of mass hysteria and, and all of this, uh, all of that is, is present in, you know, what we made in some shape or form, you know, uh, and it, it's, it's, you know, it, and, for me, it's a lot of like a time where, you know, life is really hard, but like, I know it's very hard for everyone. So I can't really complain, but so much. Um, and, and so there's, it, it forced me to take a look at like positive aspects of, of my life and our life experience and stuff. And so I think there's a, that's what results in a lot of the more, uh, warm, upbeat kind of feeling things on the record. It was it was quite an experience. Um, well, it still is. Every time I listen to it, it's a it's an emotional roller coaster, right? Um, it's so cool because like, it gets super intense and then it just drops off, and then it kind of almost kind of takes you along this journey, and then just just punches you right through, or just um, it. it I can't, I can't really put into words. Like I, I really did enjoy uh, listening to this three times over, three times straight. Yeah. And then, as you know, Spotify has his ways of throwing in another track for you. And uh, that was from the record When Owls Know My Name, um, which was pretty cool because that was almost like a different side of Rivers of Nile. And it shows how far you guys have come. Um, 
And, and it's how important is it to keep uh, improving on the, the band's craft each and every record? I, I think it's, I mean, it's super important. It's been important for me, especially to find ways to communicate better, I guess, uh, on each subsequent record. I think the, the, for our first full length record, uh, I, it, I, you know, put, poured a lot of, of time and effort into the, the lyrics and like trying to get the messaging right and, and all sorts of, and, and like lots of like, just had this very grandiose feeling to like composing the thing. And, uh, it was a very, that was also tough record to make. Oh, they're all hard to make really. But, but then we get it back and I'm like, wow, this is, 45 minutes of blast beats and death metal <laughs> like it's it's cool but it's not saying the things the way i wanted it to be said i guess and and so each time i feel like we've tried to you know expand the sound a little bit in in, in an attempt to communicate better i you know because we that's we like that in in music when you know, you can hear not just a bunch of cool riffs and stuff that you can head headbang to, but you know, it, I like to get a perspective, you know, from from the artist. I, I fully agree with you. It's a uh, it's it's an evolution, and when you guys finally put something out, that um, it takes a while to kind of find yourself as an artist, and then it ends up happening that you guys release. A couple good records and then the most recent one i feel represents you guys the best it's uh it shows the full circle of the band like the full dynamic of the band um yeah you guys can sing you guys can get super intense you guys can have emotional transitions and uh, of course uh, the bass is fantastic yeah thank you yeah yeah it's um we wanted to just kind of like for maybe good or ill just kind of put like our entire the entirety of our our musical energy into this particular thing to the point where it's it's overflowing and and just feels overwhelming like those are things kind of things that we didn't want to run away from because that's you know it's all that's all part of the human experience and especially in in you know times recently that we've lived in like there's been you know a, a, a few of us have not been no stranger to panic attacks you know and things of that nature and um how do you you know sonically represent that kind of thing and it a lot of it feels like harsh drastic changes here in a new scene all of the sudden you know and then that, and that's just kind of how life is sometimes and 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 for you know as crazy as that can be that's just what what we wanted the record to feel like how do you guys compose uh tracks like is it you start writing and then, or so every guys all just throw around scratch tracks and then get in a room. Cause I know you live, you moved to Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, I've, I've been here for about two years now. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, usually our, our writing has been kind of detached, you know, like not, not, you know, it, you can only be, but so detached in the digital world, I guess. But, you know, we've, we, it's been a long time since we've like really sat down in a room together and like really like smashed our riffs together until we made a song. Uh, we've, 
used to do that a long time ago and it's, it's never super fruitful. Um, so it's better to have, you know, person A has idea, you know, person B helps massage the idea until it becomes the thing. And then we tighten the screws until it's, it's real, you know? So then at that point you guys would get in a room and, and, and jam it out after it's kind of hashed out. Well, like way, way, way after, you know, plus playing, playing in a room together is, is, is probably, you know, it's, it's, uh, it takes a long time to get to that point. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and just, just so we go back here for a second, uh, the reason I said that, you know, you're from Virginia for those listening and watching, uh, rivers of Nile is from Pennsylvania. And, uh, so there are members dispersed around the States and uh, it can be quite difficult to get in the same room. It's kind of expensive to go uh, go jam too, right? So you got to make sure it's actually going to be worth it. You know, it's not like the kind of band that we, you know, get together once a week and just jam or whatever. Uh, I, you know, everybody's kind of got to be responsible for their own things and uh, come come to class prepared. And then when it's time to actually get together and do something, then we're you know, ready to sit down, you know, massage it out, get it ready. And then we go and and do the thing that we need to do. It's a bit more focused that way. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, it, we've got to, we've got to make it count every time, but we, we, it's been a long time since we've had a drummer that has lived anywhere near us. So it's like, it, we've had to adapt to this kind of thing for a long time anyway. Um, usually a lot of, a lot of the music gets written, uh, primarily by Brody, our guitar player. Like, you know, he just has his own studio set up in his house and he just kind of tinkers with soundscapes for a long time. And then, you know, if he has something that he thinks goes, it could be used for the band, he usually contacts me, we listen to it and we discuss it. And then we kind of mold it into the thing that we want it to be. You know, I'm, I'm usually pretty good about like if he hands me something and I'm like, oh, this does not sound like Rivers of Nile or this doesn't sound like it's pushing any particular boundary for us. I'll, I'll let him know. No, <laughs> it's just over then. Usually it, it, it's got to be an open board, right? Yeah. Um, there's no I in team. Mm-hmm. Some bands there there is, but, you know, usually that, usually that guy makes the most money. right? It, so. Yeah. I mean, it becomes a different thing at that point. And, you know, we haven't really crossed that line necessarily. Everybody, everybody has their say. Everybody gets, you know, gets ultimately it's the person on stage playing that part, you know, so we get to say what it, what it is we want to do, you know? Well, absolutely. Uh, there's one thing that really stands out to me. Um, when I look at your records, your, your, your album covers, like I know a Legion has some great album covers. You, you do as well. Um, the band, uh, then the work, like had the, the concept behind first off, who, who, who designed that, that front album cover. Fantastic artwork. <laughs> Uh, that all of our albums are, are, uh, painted by, uh, Dan Seagrave. He's, uh, I, you know, a legendary at this point, death metal, uh, album cover artist. Uh, he's worked with morbid angel and suffocation and, uh, 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 gore guts and, uh, decrepit birth and like just tons and tons of, you know, really solid, solid work that the man has done in, in the world of, you know, death metal landscaping. But, uh, it's, uh, so we've always wanted to work with 
him since the beginning we were like we want seagrave art and you know when we were you know young lads doing doing death metal music we were just like we didn't think too far beyond that but then as as the concept of the band started to come together and it, we decided we were less about violence and skulls and things blood and things of that nature like it's like what do we you know we take the ultimate death metal artist and we have to make him you know kind of contemplate nature and the you know like lofty concepts about seasons and things like that and so i i think that's where you know we took that kind of thing and i i feel like that's a little more interesting you know it, there's not a uh yeah, there's not the the tra- traditional ideas behind the death metal stuff going on in in what's being painted for us, which is is what I like. Yeah, exactly. I know I was talking to uh, someone today. I was like, "Hey, I'm interviewing uh, one of the members of Rivers of Nile," and he's like, well, "What kind of what kind of band are they?" I'm like, "Well, they're you know death death metal, but they've got like a bit of a prog feel, and there's different elements and stuff like that." And he's like, "You mean their logo isn't just like a pile of sticks, and they just you know you know what I mean the whole little stereotype?" Yeah. Um, no, uh, you guys are way way more rounded than a lot of bands out there, and it's good to, to kind of uh, put yourself out there and show people your emotion through your music. I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch a funny bone for you, man. Okay. All right. Um, let's talk about your rig. Uh, kind of bass you play in, what kind of effects effects pedals you have, uh, and what kind of amp do you play it through? Um, right right now, I uh, I've just been using. Um, Basically, the, the tones you hear on the record are, are pretty much a DI bass tone with uh, a, a uh, Microtubes B7K dark glass preamp, uh, well, and pretty it. much pretty much nothing else. And then live, I just it's that's pretty much all that that's going on with me too. And then it gets split into my uh, my Mesa D800 head just for some cab sound uh, on stage. I, I keep it very simple. Um, I, I don't do too much effects switching, uh, or, or, you know, crazy stuff. Anytime I need to like really mellow out, mellow out the tone, uh, or something like that, or, you know, draw it back from some really hot sounding, you know, distorted tone, I'll, I'll usually just roll back on, on, uh, volume just slightly, maybe just, just play with the, play with the pickups a little bit and then just kind of play softer i guess uh, and just you know make the tone speak through my hands rather than having to stomp on a pedal or two or let some effect switch me but and not to say that i wouldn't do that i just haven't really gotten around to it <laughs> yeah. i just i i i'm not a i'm not a big gear guy like i don't i'm not like uh, i i like to play instruments i don't like to think about them so much <laughs> i i feel the dark glass b7k because yeah. I have it as well. It just gives you almost everything you need um, yeah. with the, a bit of an effect on top of it. And, and you know, uh, like it has a bit of distortion and it still has that, that bottom end and they've got great products, by the way. Um, uh, the, the, the 900 uh, microtubes amp and I think they have a 500 as well. Yeah. Um, just fully rounded. Awesome company. If you ever have a chance to try one out, uh, definitely I've, try it. I've definitely tried. I've tried a bunch of their stuff out uh, just over the years from you know people that I've toured with and stuff, and I, I've always been really impressed with it. It's really nice looking too. 
mm-hmm. uh, not to do a commercial or for them or whatever, but <laughs> it's very good looking gear. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not heavy, which is yeah. fantastic. Oh, always good. Yeah. Well, what does a show day look for you? Like, how do you prepare? Uh, any rituals at all? Uh, rituals? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, show days for me, uh, depends on how far we are into the tour, but uh, I'm picturing about, you know, three weeks in on this last tour that we just got off of uh, where we were touring in our van. And, uh, I, you know, I wake up at question mark o'clock and I definitely feel my age as I roll off of my bench seat that I was sleeping in. And, and then I start to do, uh, some spreadsheet work from the night before and try to figure out what exactly happened between merch and, and everything that we did. So I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of bookkeeping <laughs> until we get to the show. And then we, you know, I get out of the van, feel my age a little more before, as we start to roll in gear or figure out where we need to park, et cetera. And, uh, and then we, then we just kind of let the show happen <laughs> at that point because when you're three weeks in everybody's just sort of on au- autopilot everybody puts all their things where they need to put them and everybody goes where they need to go until all the people come in and then and then by that point i feel like maybe i'm i'm uh i'm in a good enough headspace just from the show happening itself that i can maybe get up there and and, and contend on on some level Hey, you know what? It's uh, it's quite a life. You know, you're on on the road. You play a few shows, and you miss being home, and yeah. then you're off, and then you miss being on the road. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's difficult, right? I mean, being a musician, a full time musician, is very very hard, um, especially during the last, you know, wait, is it two years almost now? Um, mm-hmm. It's it's. I can see that the work was was made during this time pretty much. And, um, it's something to be proud of. I'll tell you that. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And yeah, it's, a it's definitely, um, it's, it's not a always super happy or super fun record. There's a lot of, a lot of harsh stuff going on, but, um, I think sometimes, sometimes I like that in music when it's just, you know, maybe not, maybe not aiming just to please, but maybe to, maybe just to communicate, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the show is called meet me for coffee. Um, it's based on conversations over coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you taking your coffee? I, I drink it black. All right. Black 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Um, <laughs> it's a little late for coffee for me right now, but <laughs> oh, really, it's never too late. You can, uh, you can check out Jameson cold brew. Uh, <laughs> that stuff's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you, you keep that around you, man. It's a, it's good stuff. Uh, thank you so much, man. It, it's yeah. been awesome speaking with rivers of Niles, Adam Biggs. Uh, he's the bassist and vocalist. They got a new record out called the work. Thank you so much for uh, checking us out and, uh, hanging out with us. Adam, any final words? Just check out the, check out the record, check out the work, uh, give it a shot and, uh, come see us live. If we're in your city. Well, I hope you guys come to Toronto, Ontario sometime, Canada. Hopefully soon, um, yeah. And uh, I wish you guys all the best. The work is such a great album. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. Um, if you're new to the death metal scene, well, you know what? This is a great record for you to try and get into. Um, 
it's definitely something that you will love. And I know that uh, as many people that I have recommended this band to have loved it, and they've definitely been pumping up your streams on uh, Spotify. Thank you so much, everyone. Subscribe wherever you are, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Take care. Have a great evening.